welcome to Moms Who Say the F Word with your hosts, Paris and Courtney, the two mom friends you didn't know you needed. We are pleased to bring you another fun episode of Moms Who Say the F Word. We would absolutely love it if you would leave us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. Now on with the show. Hey Paris, I've got a quick, like a great question for you. Oh yeah? How long would you wait before reporting your kids missing? Uh, I don't let them out of my <laughs> sight. So. I should say kids, you have one. Right? I know. You have one. Singular. Yes. Singular. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I freak out if he's like out of my sight. Like yesterday at the grocery store, he had gone behind my husband at Trader Joe's and he was like, helping bag or he was over there and I couldn't see him around my stick figure of a husband and I'm like oh my god I panicked I'm like where is he I was about to like grab the little mic from the guy and be like we have a code blue over here or no code blue is wrong code something code missing child I need my child so I would say um five seconds (laughs) yeah so there's been a couple stories lately but this one this is one of the ones that really like strikes me as just crazy and you and i we were quite obsessed with the casey anthony story quite a few years back obsessed doesn't that. even start it doesn't even start like to reading say how every obsessed single- <laughs> every single morning i got the morning update from courtney about what was going on with that casey anthony bitch <laughs> yeah so you know i am the news person so of course i've been uh like reading the stories about these two idaho Uh, siblings that are missing and so it's a seven-year-old and a 17-year-old and they're missing and so like the most recent things that I've read I just I don't understand like I I can't wrap my brain around it because nobody knows where these kids are like their grandparents are begging for help they're like the the niece of the mom has no idea where the kids are the mom is refusing to produce the kids now she went to Hawaii with her new husband apparently is getting extradited back to Idaho like but nobody knows where these two kids are and this woman is just like eh you know arrest me whatever send me back to Idaho but I'm still not gonna tell you where my kids are like how the fuck does that even happen I have no idea but you know I have a lot of family in Hawaii and they were posting like stalkerish photos of like seeing these two idiots around Hawaii and like they were at Costco and they were, you know, just like oh, doing normal dang. things, but they seemed all lovey dovey. And I'm like, how are you just like hanging out at Costco? You're not worried about your kid. I, I know she's not worried about her kids. That's very clear. Did you see the wedding photos? I have not. I haven't seen that. I'll have to. Because they got married in Hawaii, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and apparently um, there was also a reporter that um confronted the new stepfather in a parking lot and said where are the kids are they safe that's all anyone wants to know like are they okay and he just kept saying i just can't comment i just can't comment like if you just could produce the kids and get this woman out of trouble i mean she's some of the trouble she's still in trouble for evading the police and not helping when she was supposed to and not producing the kids when she was court ordered to all those things but if they don't produce the kids, she's going to end up on the hook for something much worse. And, like, why wouldn't you just say, yes, the kids are fine? Yeah, I mean, like, nobody, none of these kids, fr- these kids didn't have friends. Like, nobody has seen them. I, I just don't get it. I mean, obviously, if nobody has seen them, we all, unfortunately, 
either she's shipped them off to boarding school and told nobody. Let's hope for that, but I doubt that that has happened. Or they are no longer part of the earth. And I, God, I hope that's I not I hope it. that that's not true. Because she's going to, she is going to, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine if she ends up in prison. She ain't going to last long. No. And him no, either, because he obviously helped out. Well, so here's where things get really weird in all the articles. And I, I don't know why I have a really hard time understanding, but so I'm going to read this part to you because they have some very interesting deaths that they've both been associated with. So it's just all, you know, very strange. Um, so I guess this woman has been married. Like this is like her fifth, fifth marriage, I think. Fifth, maybe six. I don't, I don't know. She's been married a lot of times, Yeah. but her fourth husband, who I guess was not, um, the father of these kids, but her fourth husband died in July okay. in Arizona. Okay. He was fatally shot by her brother. Okay. Okay, got right. that? Yeah. The brother claimed self-defense. He was never arrested. But then, strangely, he, the brother, mm-hmm. unexpectedly died in Arizona in December. From of what? Un- unknown causes, friend. Unknown causes. Did they cremate him? Do you know that? Because uh, I, I read be somewhere that, that they were going to. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I read. I read that they were actually going to. I think it may have been him that they're still investigating, like, what happened with him. But continuing yeah her her new husband the the fifth husband he should um, be worried which, well but hold on okay so he went with her right to hawaii they uh-huh. fled idaho or whatever um his okay hold on i'm so confused i believe his wife mm-hmm. um oh i read that one his, his wife, ex-wife yeah she died what like a couple she months died. before they got together or something Right. Okay. So she also died and she's being um, I'm trying to remember what the date was when she died. Um, oh, it was unusual, but it was it was in October of 2019. Okay. And it was initially believed to be natural. But because of all of this that's been happening, they're exhuming her remains. Yeah. I mean, how many people have to die around you for people to be like, right. mm, I don't think so. <laughs> well, and not to mention she died in October mm-hmm. and they were married at the time when she died. He got uh, $430,000 in life insurance. Wow. And then turns around and marries this new woman, not just a few months later. So I so, kind of am interested, and maybe you don't know this, maybe we all need to research it, but how did they meet and get together? Like, oh, I don't know. Because well, I want to know how long they actually knew each other because then it before. would be interesting to know if this woman, the... What is her name? What is the mom's name of the missing kids? Uh, her last... Well, they call her... Valo is her last name. Valo. Sure okay. I wonder if she... Now I lost my train of thought. Oh, well. It's Lori. Gone. Her name's Lori. Lori. There you go. Lori Valo. Yeah, well, that train of thought is gone now. So, anyway. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> no. So, there's also this rumor that they were a part of the same cult. And that I haven't found a lot more about, but they were basically involved in some cult where there was numerous members and there were adults and children alike, but they've been killing them off like flies. And nobody knows any of these cult members to like Uh, catch up with them? Friend, I have no idea, but the whole thing is nuts. I'm sorry. I would lose my mind if my 17-year-old and what did I say that the boy was? Seven? Were missing for this long. Like the grandfather said the last time they talked to... 
the boy uh-huh. was in August. They talked to him on FaceTime for 35 seconds. You know and what? They have not heard from them since. You know what? This is why the government is going to chip every baby. I swear. <laughs> right. And I don't know that I would be against it. Um, I'm not into that. I I don't want to get into that. But <laughs> um, think about how many people would not go missing anymore. You would know where it's the hell they're crazy. at. Well, and there's been so many sad stories lately, and there's yeah. there's still, you know, there's still another one too that's similar to this, but this is the one that has like grabbed my attention the most so far. And you know me, I'm obsessed with the news, so I'm always reading. And but I think the reason this one has me so obsessed is because of all the other deaths around them. Yeah, it's the, mysterious. The whole thing is very mysterious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I think everybody odd. else is obsessed with it too. It shows up in the news um, in my timeline like all the time, randomly. Yeah. Which is probably why I keep seeing it. So, anyways, that was my little tidbit of news for you today. Wow. That was exciting. My day was exciting. I cleaned out my closet. <laughs> Ooh, I'm so proud of you because that's that's a serious closet. Um, It is serious. I went through and I cleaned out all the bad hangers. Does anybody know I'm what confused. I mean by this? No, okay, so I don't. I have hangers from everywhere. I think I have hangers or had hangers. It's past tense now. Um, in my closet from when I was a teenager, I'm pretty sure that I've toted these hangers all over the place with me. <laughs> so they needed to go. Like, you know, when you like hang something too heavy on it and just snaps apart and you're like, well, I guess it had its time. <laughs> and we then have I have, and then I have hangers from the dry cleaner hangers from like random stores, mostly target, like where they, you know, when they ask you at the checkout, Oh, would you like to keep the hangers? I absolutely would. I don't want to buy more hangers. Oh, you keep us. See, I don't. Yeah. I don't keep hangers from any any stores. And then dry cleaner hangers. As soon as I take the item off those hangers, I try to get rid of those hangers like immediately because I hate them. I still have things in dry cleaning bags that I found today, by the way. And I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot about you. <laughs> I didn't well, even know I had this outfit. <laughs> but let's discuss some of the rules that you have around your outfits. Isn't it that you don't wear the same piece of clothing twice in one year or something? Courtney, you are correct. I only wear yeah, items see. once every 365 days. I do not repeat. <laughs> Did you like the dead silence? I honestly don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> Who in the living hell has enough clothes? Because Me. you'd have to dress, you have to dress nice to work. Mm. And then you also would have casual clothes. Sometimes. Oh my God. Uh, we have to move on. I can't do that. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. I'm Paris. I'm the tiger mom to one cub and married to my man for 10 and a half years. I am currently avoiding reading yet another book club book. Please don't kill me, ladies. And avoiding setting up my appointment with our tax guy. <laughs> but really, I will try to do both of these things in the next week as I eye roll. Sorry. Uh, but I am the queen of procrastination. Yep, that's me. Oh, Lordy. Yes. Procrastination. It's the best thing ever. Ever. Uh, I'm Courtney, the crazy mom to three. I work full time. And since that doesn't seem like enough, I also do this podcast. I volunteer and I write books. Um, So I really I think I just need more of me. I don't don't know. There's just not enough. Um, I've been married for 12 years. Why? For some reason to me, 12 just doesn't seem like a really big deal. I don't know. Um, But I do have grandparents that have been married for over 60 years. And I think when I get there, then I'll know that it's a big deal. You have to wait till you're 60 to know it's a big deal. Yeah, if we stick around (laughs) together that long, it'll make more sense. You will. Don't be stupid. I'm done. Anyway, so let's talk about mom friends and why they are either awesome or they suck ass. 
<laughs> yeah. So I think Paris and I are somewhat similar in the belief that that friends can be somewhat of a seasonal thing. Like we all have seasons of our lives and friends from each of those seasons that fit in at that time. Yeah. Well, I keep telling Courtney that our friend cards are fucking full. No more applications, people. We're not accepting them. Okay. Paris has a slight jealousy problem, I should mention. Um, but that's really not what this podcast is about. I'm not jealous. I just know what's mine. <laughs> You're dumb. <laughs> anyway, what I mean by seasons is this. So I have a best friend from high school um, that to this day is that friend that I do not talk to daily. But when we do get together or we do talk, it's like nothing's changed. I then have that best friend from my late teens, early 20s, the one I lived it up with the most uh, before becoming a mother. You know, like that responsible person I had to start being. Mm-hmm. And then I have one from my 20s who sort of made me grow up and was already a mother. So when I had my kids, she was kind of a built-in mom friend. Like, so I already had one. And uh, then there's Paris. I have no fucking idea where she fits into all this, but, you know, well, there she is. (laughs) Because I'm amazing. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Those are the friends that are in Courtney and Paris's prison. Just FYI. (laughs) So good luck, bitches. (laughs) There is no parole time for you. Uh, You are stuck with us forever and ever. You're welcome. And really, you should be so fucking lucky to be with us anyway. Boy, I really am full of us, aren't I? Jesus. You really are. But in all seriousness, prison talk aside, our panels, meaning the best of friends on our cards. Uh, These are the people that are are nuts for putting up with us, for one. (laughs) But they are also our ride or die bitches. You know who you are. And maybe we would all do really well in prison. You know, we pull the thug life out like nobody's business. That's us. Yeah. So the the panel or the prisoners, whichever way you want to put it, (laughs) or the way I say it is the ones that you're sure that you'll call and they will show up to help you hide a body. Yes. I mean, there's those people. I love those people. I love you, friend. (laughs) (laughs) So meeting friends is so hard when you're an adult as is, but making friends when you have kids is a whole nother level. I hate it. Uh, Because now you are evaluating your friendships so differently than when you were, you know, picking out a friend just because they drank the same vodka as you. I love those bitches too. (laughs) (laughs) Now you have to take into consider things like, does this person add value to my life? And what type of influence, you know, will this person have around my kid? Like, are they going to be influential? Are they going to be good for them? Are they, these are all things I wasn't thinking about when I was picking up my friend who drank the same vodka, not the same thing (laughs) at all. There there are so many damn questions you have to ask yourself and making friends as an adult in general is so limited. You know, there are only so many places you're going to make friends. And if you're like me, it's just really hard to put yourself out there like with random women trying to make friends. It took me like three years to adventure outside of work and my kids' school circle to make friends. And though I do have to note, because if she's listening, I don't want her to think I don't appreciate her. Um, my middle minion has the same has had the same best friends since kindergarten, which is fantastic. And they are twins, and they're just the sweetest kids ever. Um, but they... I met their mom pretty early on. The kids spent a ton of time together. So thank God their mom and I totally get along because our kids are inseparable. Um, But she was probably my first real friend here in Oregon. So I'm super thankful for that. And the fact that her family is fantastic. You know, I don't know what you say. If she, she better be listening, you know, to this podcast because she's supposed to be your friend. (laughs) She's on your panel. So carry on with your story, friend. 
All right. So anyway, outside of the friend from school, I had a number of acquaintances, but nothing really solid. And Paris knows me. And even my husband was sort of worried because I am a social person by nature. I need my adult friendships outside of my household. Like while I may consider my husband one of my best friends, because I, t- I think that's kind of required because mm-hmm. he's my husband. Um, but I just I have to have interaction outside of my house. Yeah. And, you know, Portland is a different breed of people. I am sorry to all of those people that are offended you probably need sunshine in your life. Just saying. <laughs> a little vitamin D. <laughs> Pump it up. <laughs> but I have never lived there. Uh, but based off of the stories I've heard, they are just different. I don't know how to explain it. It's not a bad thing. Obviously, they are free thinkers since isn't that city the one that hosts like some damn nude parade? <laughs> it's not a parade. It's a bike ride thing. But it's true. I mean... It is vastly different, but you also you base a lot of your thinking off of Portlandia because it's so true. But yeah, <laughs> but yes, Portland and Vegas are vastly different, and then the town town that I live in outside of Portland is even vastly different from Portland. We don't keep it quite as weird uh-huh. as Portland does. Uh huh. Well, you do live in Stars Hollow, isn't that the name of the town on Gilmore Girls or some shit like that? How would I know? I mean, I'm not obsessed with the show like some people we know. (laughs) (laughs) So I've always thought people here were much more friendly. So when I finally put myself out there, it was through a Facebook women's group. And I tried to find my local tribe. Um, And for a bit, I, I thought I had. Unfortunately, I was greatly mistaken. I know there are lots of women and moms who can relate to this. So, you, you know, you put yourself out there. You try to be a good person. It's uncomfortable and it's hard. Like, it takes you completely out of your comfort zone and out of your bubble. And then you get slammed in the face for just being who you are. And let's be honest, at the moment, it sucks and it really does hurt. You know what sucked about that whole thing for me? Because it's always about me, Right. Was that I was super hopeful that Courtney had found her tribe up there in Portland. And this will be hard to believe. But yes, I was willing to share her for once. (laughs) (laughs) And then the shit hitteth the faneth up there. (laughs) Ooh, we're getting like all into poetry here. Mm. Okay. (laughs) But here, here's what I want to do. I want to say, here's the lessons I learned from this time. And I want to share this, not just to talk about me, but to reach out to any of those women who just feel like they can't make friends, the ones that they feel like they so desperately need. Number one, take your time. For me, it didn't take a month before this group of women became a constant in my life. We were all probably looking for the same thing. And we had like a weird friendship honeymoon phase that just wasn't to be believed and it just took time to find that out you know what they were so crazy they couldn't even contain their cray cray for a whole month you kidding me truth (laughs) truth yeah (laughs) uh so number two be yourself at all times when i look back at this whole debacle in my life i pride myself on knowing that i was me the whole time i never tried to be anybody that I wasn't. And maybe that was part of the problem. When it came down to pieces of this group choosing sides, I refused to because that's just not who I am. I don't fight. I don't choose sides. I try to be as fair as possible. And um, that was really the first step in what I call my exile. (laughs) In the end, though, if that was the reason, I'm completely okay with it because I'm not an asshole, even if I play one on a podcast sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so true. So true. Um, I'm just glad that you're not um, a part of that episode of Mean Girls any longer. I super appreciate it now. Yeah, I, I appreciate that movie now more after <laughs> after all that happened. But moving on to number three. 
Trust your instincts. When this drama unfolded, I was kind of caught off guard because it, it just it quickly became apparent to me that there was a lot of like side drama happening that I hadn't been aware of. So when I was basically pressured to make some sort of choice in cutting off someone of the group, I followed my instincts and did not do that. And I heard all sides of the issue and did what I do best. And I just kind of played Switzerland because it seemed like the best idea at the time. I tried to talk it out with people. I even tried to instigate conversations that were needed. But in the end, none of it worked. And I'm okay with that. You were caught off guard because high school was fucking years ago. And these bitches were trying to relive their bullshit. That's why. Yeah, I don't know. I Yeah. Um, but one last thing. So number four, hard times can lead you to some of the best friendships out there. And if you're listening and this drama filled bullshit has happened to you, I hope you were lucky like me, uh, to find a light at that end of tunnel of shit. That sounds bad. (laughs) Tunnel of shit. Yeah. I mean, Mm -mm. but it made it worth it, but it was rough, but don't picture a tunnel of shit. Like I just, because it's not, that's not a pretty picture. It was on the Shawshank Redemption, wasn't it? But in the end, after all was said and done, I felt horrible about myself. And I think it's just the natural inclination to blame yourself when things happen. I found myself wondering what's wrong with me. Why do these women not like me? I tried for a few weeks to still fit in, but it was clear that I was just that square peg trying to fit into a round hole and it was never going to work. Yeah. You want to know why? Because they're fucking assholes. That's why. And there's nothing wrong with you. I told you that. (laughs) And this is why I keep Paris around. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I was lucky to meet the one woman out of the group um, that said the exact th- said that exact thing to me, that there was nothing wrong with me. So she's now what I consider my Oregon best friend, and Paris even agrees to share sometimes. Yes, I approved this message. <laughs> she really <laughs> is a cool chick, though. I do love her to pieces, and I'm glad that Courtney has her in her life. What's funny is, is this group of women was like, I think it was like a 10 total women or something and everyone was making closer friendships here and there and I hadn't really done that because I looked at everyone as a friend because I'm well, that person that wants to sing Kumbaya and be super fr- friendly to everybody <laughs> but this drama and the breakdown of what was supposed to be a tribe pulled one person into my life more than others and it was the best thing to happen to me so even though I had to go through feeling like shit I got over it and I got something really great out of it I think I learned a lot too through this because I lived so far away. I really couldn't help Courtney through it like I would normally do if she was here in person. But I tried my best and it, you know, all worked out better than I had thought it would because there was a good period of time I wasn't so sure. I thought maybe, on a hope and a prayer that she would move back to Vegas. But, It'll take more than that, friend. It'll I know, but <laughs> every call I would get was seriously like something out of Mean Girls. These women wanted to play games, um, you know, with each other's heads and made Courtney almost a pawn in their game. It was a mind fuck, if you ask me, and nothing good was coming out of it, except the one amazing one. friend. <laughs> yes. Of course you wanted to help me, because you're awesome like that. And thank God I always have you to talk to every damn day, because Lord knows what I'd do without some of the grounding that I've gotten from you. <laughs> Um, now I don't want you to think that the, make this story have you thinking that, wow, meeting people online is a horrible idea. It's not that at all. Social media could be a great avenue to make friends. If you so wish we're so limited as adults, like outside of our own circles to even try to figure out how to make friends. So just be smart about the choices you make and you could make great friends. I guess meeting friends or a partner online is always dangerous. Hello, dirty John much. I'm just saying, <laughs> But, you know, these women basically catfished your ass. Just letting you know. 
when you put it that way, that's kind of freaky. Make sure you always meet these people in public first. Damn, Paris, why you gotta go there? Fuck. <laughs> Honestly, though, there are a lot of benefits to having friends that are in the same place in your life, or in their lives, I should say, as you're, you are in your life. So when we say mom friends, what we're referring to is like friends we have because we're moms. Nothing against those that don't have kids, but I have realized that sometimes it's harder to maintain those relationships because we have extra responsibilities as a, as a parent that those friends don't have. Right. And I do, I love my friends that don't have kids. I think I keep them around so I can be jealous of all their free fucking time. Yeah. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> shit. That's super jealous, man. Yeah. Um, but as adults, the ultimate friend machine seems to be the workplace. Hell, that's how I met, how Paris and I met. Mm-hmm. I, I hired her for God's sake. So clearly it works. Yeah. I do have most of my friendships because of my jobs. Thanks, workplace. Love you. (laughs) I appreciate you filling my life with good people and a paycheck. That doesn't hurt either. (laughs) It just occurred to me we are all getting paid to entertain each other at work. That's kind of awesome. I kind of like that yeah. thinking. I remember when we used to get paid to play lunchtime games. That always made me happy. I miss miss those days. Playing cards against humanity. Oh, yes. And when we used to mix it with apples to apples. Yes. And what was that other game? Jackass? Is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. We played Jackass, Battle of the Sexes. That was was fun times. Smartass. I think it was Smartass. That's what it was. Whatever. Jackass is a show and a movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, though, you know, it's not so easy. Like, now I work in a really small office. So I do like the people I work with, but we aren't friends outside of the office, which is totally okay. But it's also one reason I turned to Facebook to make friends. I've also made friends through kids' sports. That's always been nice. Um, but I found those friendships tend to be just like for the sports season, and they don't always continue. So when you don't have like a common denominator, everyone has their own shit going on. So you don't have time to hang out with them. Man, this whole thing just reminded me of how fucking hard it is to make friends as an adult. Fuck this shit. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> This sucks. This sounds depressing. Great. Shutting off. No, I'm kidding. So what advice (laughs) can we give moms out there that are having a hard time making friends? You and I met at work, but some moms don't work. I think that a great thing to do is to join clubs or groups that are like for things that you're interested in. Maybe it's a mommy and me class. Maybe it's yoga. Maybe you like to dance. I don't know. Whatever floats your boat. But realize if you want to make friends in these places, you'll have to push past the anxiety of meeting new people and put yourself out there. It's so like dating. It's kind of hilarious. Like, no, it's almost like it really is Tinder for friendship. (laughs) Swipe left, (laughs) swipe right. It really is like dating, though. Yeah, strangely, I just came to that conclusion, but it's just really fucking true. (laughs) (laughs) So I met my husband at work and I met you at work, the two loves of my life. Oh, wait. I also met my husband at work. What does that say about us? We are slutty at work. (laughs) (laughs) I am definitely not getting into the details with that one. Anyway, when you're wanting to date another mom or to find a friend, I mean, remember, they are probably having the same exact anxiety as you are and very possibly looking for the same relationship. So find the ways you can relate to each other and build on those. Yeah. Being a good listener and loving Fruity Pebbles is my scale of best friends. So. Your scale is pretty damn low. <laughs> Let's be real with that. I guess we all probably have the list of traits, though, that we'd love to have checked off. But not all, not all of them will be. No one is perfect shit you know my standards for best friends is way higher than that here is my real scale of being a bestie to paris you ready 
Oh God, no, I'm not. But okay. All right, all right. So this this is my scale of of how I gauge best friends and what I'm willing to do and give to my best friends. All right. The good listener part is for sure on there, but the other items are on the list are as follows. Give grace to your friends. You aren't perfect and neither are they. Be that ear when they need it because someday you will need theirs in return. Be real. Do not fake what is not there. For reals, be real. (laughs) If you have to be fake with that person around, they are not your person. Move on. Move the fuck on. Laugh your ass off until tears are rolling down your face and you pee a little. You should with that person. (laughs) (laughs) And and hopefully you can be honest about the little bit of pee. That's right. That's right. (laughs) When you're giggling out loud and you're like, oh my God, I just peed myself a little. That's how you know you're in our legit friendship. (laughs) And now I'm sitting in my pee pants. Yeah. Yes. Sitting in my pee pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love her. (laughs) Hold her hair when she's spewing chunks. Trust me. That one means more than you will ever know. And never, ever hold back. Tell them what you're thinking because the moment you say what you are thinking about them to someone else, you just became a shitty ass friend. That's not what friends do. Always be able to say it to your friend's face, okay? And love them with all your heart because after all, we all want to love and be loved in return. That's why I have Courtney in my life. She is all of these things. Well, I'm not sure about the puking and hair holding because I have a, I have a weak stomach, but sure. I'll do all the rest. Damn friend. That's a really good list. Okay. So that's my list too now. So thanks for doing all the work on that because now I don't have to do that, do that. But I hope that this, like this insight leads someone, at least one person to that friendship that turns into a lifelong companionship and even maybe a new part of their family. Cause honestly, that's what Paris and her family are. And while we met at work and our friendship went well beyond that and now that we live so far apart we know we have to put in the work so when you have the right friends they will put in the same work you do to maintain the friendship don't give all of yourself and get nothing in return oh and one last thing you must love donuts with sprinkles and mcdonald's hot fudge sundays with the extra hot fudge yes mcdonald's window girl i will pay the extra 30 cents for that extra hot fudge gooiness don't judge me you stupid bitch just give me my fucking ice cream. That sounds tasty. Yep. So that's it. At the end of the day, we're just two moms. And friends. Trying to keep our shit together. Lipstick off our teeth. Keep the kids alive. And enjoy every moment. If you want to send us your mom stories or a topic you'd like us to chat about on our podcast, email us at momswhosaythefword at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram with our handle at momswhosaythefword. And remember, if you can't say something nice and you enjoy a little extra hot fudge, come sit next to us. (laughs) Now I want hot fudge. (laughs) (laughs) Don't forget to tune in next week for a brand new episode. And if you liked what you heard today, please give us a five-star rating wherever you have found our podcast. It really helps us. Till then, these moms are fucking out. Out.